That'd be cool, bro. Alright, good? Yep. The stronger the grasp, the greater the distortion of perception and judgment. I'm from Oregon. I drink my coffee, smoke my reefer in the morning. I roll two J's up and then I don't dumb. Alex FG, welcome yes, to the Happy Speedball Podcast, What's my up, friend. Man? How you doing, dude? I'm fucking doing good. I appreciate you reaching out, man. Yes, sir. Like, uh, I see you're kind of on like a bit of a press run right now, so I appreciate you. You I'm know, trying to fucking, be. Yeah, it's smart. It's smart, man. I There's not a lot it. of people that do that anymore. That was one thing that kind of intrigued me about you, bud. I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to get more interviews going and more, just more content. You know what I mean? And mm. and more content. Not Smart. just not just solo dolo content, you know, like mm-hmm. like content with other people where it's like because sometimes you can get in your own bubble, you know, mm-hmm. with like create, you know, creatively. And then you don't like if you don't reach out enough, some people, you know, they kind of think you're like, uh, I don't know, avoiding shit, you know what no, I mean? No, for sure. Well, and it's also best like in a in a community like the way the Portland hip hop scene is, at least from my observation so far it's really good just to kind of flood the airwaves for a second because then it gets people rumbling like, Oh, who is this? Yeah, you know? And then it kind yeah. of like pop like, and it's, it's a really good move because that's old school shit, man. And I don't think there's a lot of people that really do that. I appreciate it. I appreciate it a lot. I try to do a, a lot of research into, a, mm-hmm. into it. A lot of the background shit. Mm-hmm. Can I get oh. you to talk a little bit closer? <clears throat> yeah, sorry. You're good. <laughs> I got to do a lot of the background research though, you know, mm-hmm. um, just kind of extra shit that, extra shit that like is behind the scenes you know that like you Mm -hmm. wouldn't really think of people doing so like finding out like where to put the music at into where you know where i can get it the most heard and into an into an audience that's like receptive to it you know Mm -hmm. because some people they'll just try to throw shit at the wall and see if it sticks and you gotta kind of you gotta you gotta try to figure out how to make the shit stick on the wall you know yeah 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 (laughs) for sure for sure well yeah and it's best to you know just kind of like like gather it while it's good instead of just you know saying like all right i was gonna craft this and just throw it over there you know like instead of just making like throwaway tracks like you hear a lot of (laughs) i try to yeah i take my time with it a lot Mm -hmm. uh you know with the ep filthy island i uh i took a long time with that like it's it's crazy because people like you know i took over a year to make those like eight songs and shit and it's Mm -hmm. not like it took me a year to make eight songs it took me a year to figure out those are the eight songs i want to put on it you know Mm -hmm. because i have you know plenty of other ones i was gonna say because i really enjoyed the ep sorry to cut you off let's just go ahead and just talk about the origins of it Thank you very much. Yeah, no, like the. Because I know you're very proud of it. So let's get the story behind. <laughs> yeah, this, thank man. you, thank you very much. Uh, I mean, so like, cause I work with the Jordan Green, uh, your boy J Dub. He's an engineer. He's he's my favorite engineer around here. He's in Portland, and um, I work with him pretty much, ex- not exclusively, but pretty much exclusively. Like, mm. you know, I'm not I'm not against working with other people, but he's the one yeah. I always work with. And so, I was going into there and. <clears throat> coming out with some really good songs and i was sitting there and that's also the thing about me too is i take my time before i even go into the studio like i don't have Mm. a lot of studio appointments like some people they'll go to the studio every week so you kind of like just like craft it beforehand so that way when you go to the studio you can just bust it out yeah well i i spend a lot of time picking a song before i go to the studio like picking a song to do in the studio so Mm. like you know i'll write Mm -hmm. a song and i'll do it to a beat and then i'll i'll record myself doing the song and then I'll, i'll i'll record myself doing the song until i feel like I'm comfortable enough, like, like, you know, like, and sometimes it'll be a song that I don't even, 
that I didn't even really think like I would put on there, like a uh, 808 on there. Like that was one where I, I wasn't really sure I was going to put it on there. And then over time, like, you know, like some, you know, some songs like they just stick with you. You don't really mm-hmm. know why. Like they just kind of do. And yeah. you're like, okay. So like, I, I just kind of kept repeating it to myself kind of every other day or some shit. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna put this on there. Nice. And it kind of turned out cool because I put it on there and like a lot of people actually liked that one on there, which is, which is cool. And, um, but yeah, I mean, Filthy Island, it like, it really just started as a, just a collection of tracks. And then I was looking at it and I wanted to make a body of work to put out there. Nope. And, yeah, uh, for sure. Filthy Island. So on my song, I've been, I said, uh, I've been feeling isolated on this filthy island. I've been. And uh, ever since I said that, like, I don't know, like in my head, I always had an image of like filthy island and shit. And mm-hmm. so, uh, <clears throat> And Filthy Island's, like, in my head, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, a, like my brain is Filthy Island, you know what I mean? And like, Okay. Can you unpack that a little bit? Like, what do you mean? Like, uh, it's, like, basically, sometimes I can feel isolated with shit and mm. with, uh, you know, just in general in life. And then with the music... <clears throat> So like so like with feeling isolated, you know, you feel like you're on an island and shit. And then with the music though, it kind of, you know, it's like yeah, like like you know, I'm filthy. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so since I had that like mentality at the same time, it's like a, I don't know what you call it, like an oxymoron. I don't know if that's the right term, but you know where it's like on one hand, you know, you're like yeah, I'm filthy, but on the other, you feel isolated type shit. And so mm-hmm. it's like you turn that and you know you turn your own isolation into like my own filthy island. You know what I mean? And okay. and so my music kind of reflects that where it's like i'm not necessarily always making the deepest content even though i do have some deep songs but they're always something that i feel like i need to express you know okay and so like with 808 like that was just something i needed to put out there bro. i needed to put out something that was high oct high energy you know what i mean high high amplitude just ready to go because a lot of the songs sometimes i feel like uh I don't want to hold myself back, you know what I mean, with anything. Yeah, 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 and yeah, so I just sure. wanted to go all out on that shit. Hell yeah, bro. That's what's up, man. Like and, and like um yeah, well I could tell that you definitely put a lot of work into it. I'm sorry guys, I'm fucking we're really lit. We smoked a fat yes, fat sir. <laughs> before. What, what what was that shit you had called? Um <clears throat> If you don't remember it, it was good. Uh, no, it was uh, ground control. I Gr- remember ground yeah, control. It was, Ground control to Major Tom. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good that's, shit. Oh, dude, that's fucking. It was really, really good. That was a f- shout out, fucking Khalifa, for the hookup on that because yeah. that was fucking. Oh damn! Like super duper tasty. <laughs> yeah, good but shit. I was listening to that song Graveyard, man. I was listening to. I really liked that one a lot. So, and it was really cool because, like, uh, whenever I was kind of like looking into you and everything, I watched your interview on Cross the Street, and uh, you did it at a cemetery, and I was just like, that's really cool it lined up it lined up and like i appreciate that a lot first of all thank you and and good on jimbo for making that like if you like shout out across the street i found out that you're the one that picked that out buddy nice work because i used to work at a cemetery and i used to work at riverview cemetery like and it was a fucking it was it was a really really dope place to work it was like one of my dude it was one of my favorite jobs i ever had that's kind of interesting because i I feel like working at a cemetery would be kind of sketch you know no not at all bro not at all no i was a groundskeeper so if anything the spirits loved us because we were keeping their house clean (laughs) yeah exactly like if anything we 
movie. were cool about it. We thought about like fucking with joggers because a lot of people like bike ride and jog through the cemetery and shit like that. It's, it's a huge cemetery. I think it's like if it's one of the oldest, if not the oldest cemetery in Oregon. Oh shit, dude! It's where like the Pedocks are buried, the Lovejoys, like all the major Portland families that were around, like yeah. all their families buried there. Henry Weinhard and his wife are buried there. Uh, Wyatt Earp's brother is fucking buried there. Everybody's buried there. God Dude, it's, damn. A, it's a really, really fucking uh, really big cemetery. But, um, you know, we, we were groundskeepers. It was like a giant backyard and shit. It was, it was honestly really dope because you're there. Like, it's just like, you're constantly outside. It's like the winter time, fall time, you know? So sometimes it was raining, but we, I, we had fucking gear that we were able to wear. So it didn't really bug me too much. And yeah. I had these fucking dope ass, like coveralls that I was wearing. That was just like, I would just fucking zip on and off during the day. Yeah. Like we'd go inside for a break and shit, but it was a, union job like we would just be out there all day you get to wear fucking headphones and just listen to music and just fucking that's nice blow leaves move sticks and debris and shit and just fucking do whatever jobs and we did a couple different ceremonies too like my very first week that i was there <laughs> it was actually my first day but we started it because um we had to uh dig a grave by hand on my first day what you like- mean no shovel What's that? What do you mean no shovel? No, by shovel because normally they would use a backhoe. So oh, like normally like, you don't. Normally no, by hand. What you? No, yeah, that, you knew. It. People know what I meant. No, I know. But, <laughs> but I was we like, used to. We had to use a fucking shovel to, <laughs> <laughs> to uh, dig this ground fucking control. grave because um, right, yeah, <laughs> ground control to major Tom. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> That's awesome. But we were um, the backhoe couldn't get on this hill okay to actually like fucking dig the grave and it was on a hill yeah it was oh, like on shit. a hillside so the way we had to dig it was like we had to dig it like like deeper on one end and not as deep on the other so otherwise it stayed it would, flat yeah you know and then also we would have to be the ones that would go and like patch it over because eventually the the ground seeps erosion and shit like well no it's because eventually the um eventually the uh the casket like collapses like at some point Man. like it, it's true like eventually that, that, that can't happen like when the casket will do that or like also there's a lot of um because of the body losing like gases and stuff like that and decomposition yeah like the ground will actually like seep down and then you have to like patch it over and shit like and so that was a part that was something that we had to do but oh, like, so you, that so you, very, prevent, you prevent that though what's that so you prevent that though or like you fix it. And yeah, shit, you have to like fix it. Happens, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So when it happens, we'd go and be like, oh shit, we got to fucking fix that. <laughs> and so like we have to, that was like a part of the job too, which was kind of weird. But you got, you, I don't know. It gets you kind of like it, it you, it's, it seems weird, but it gets you like, I don't know. You understand death a little differently. Yeah. Like whenever you work a job like that. I can imagine. Especially working the grounds because you're constantly amongst the headstones. All yeah. day Man, fuck long. That. You can after knowing that shit about the caskets, you can burn me, bro, and you put me in a vase and and lock me in some shit and keep me safe. I want to get like um, I, I want to get like a natural burial that's like by a tree, so I can kind of become like a part of the roots. That would be cool too, though. Yeah, like shit, like I, yeah, because at the same time though, yeah, I mean, it, it is kind of cool though that like the natural in burials theory, are that, cool. Like, the earth kind of like like you know eats it absorbs you, you. you know exactly. I mean? So like, and that's actually so on that note my first week that hole that we were digging we had to put the guy on the ground yeah i literally had to like and we had to fucking walk from like the top of this hill down this hillside like when it was like slippery and shit carrying this really heavy dude who was dead and he was but he had a natural burial and what with what they would do is you're on like this biodegradable like wooden like board or whatever and so and then it just wrapped up in like this like sheet basically like and then it's literally just like a body like wrapped up in Jeez. a sheet and stuff like yeah. that i know for real it's intense but like it uh, is but it's a part of life and yeah. so you know yeah. you, and then but that was a big like 
that was my first week there and we had to put them on this little thing that had the like the little rope you know and then like it was literally like a hand crank that we had to turn to like put this guy down but then they put like a mulch and like hay on top of it so then you kind of just become like a part of like the fertilizer and then you just grow with the cemetery you know they do shit like that with that's cows. what i want they do shit like that with cows like when, when cows circle die of life in, lion king shit yeah when cows die on farms and shit they like they uh they'll take them and they put them in like the fucking like the dead stocks or like the the shit that they grew there's something mm-hmm. wrong with it and all that and then they'll just kind of become you know mm-hmm. go back into the farm pretty much it's, yeah it's weird how that shit works out man <laughs> Oh, yeah, dude. By the way, I love your T-shirt, bro. Oh, thank you. Bro. For oh, those shit. that are just listening to the podcast, he's wearing an Iron Maiden and Number of the Beast T-shirt. And I saw you were yes, rocking sir. Iron Maiden, too, on uh, across the street. Yeah, man. Like, and by the way, I got it. it. It was funny when Jimbo called them a death metal band. Yeah, that's why I kind of. <laughs> I love I, you, Jimbo. They're not death metal. I, I took a sec on that. I was like, because, uh, cause, you know, uh, death metal to me is like, that's not really my thing very much. No, I don't and, really care for it either. Yeah, like it, the hard, like Norwegian <laughs> death metal shit. Like, no, like honestly, Iron Maiden and like certain like thrash bands is about as heavy as I'll go. Likewise. Yeah, yeah no, for real. exactly. Like, and so, like, I, mean, I like, I like some Slayer tunes, but there's a lot of it I don't really care for. But I also really enjoy, like, Megadeth and I fucking love Anthrax. Like, I like some of, like, the thrashier bands, but yeah. that's more, like, fast paced, but you can still understand the vocals and it's a little bit, a little bit different. I just yeah. don't find the angst in that. I'm not, like, my, my angst goes to punk rock. Like, that's about <laughs> yeah. as angsty as I'll go as far as yeah. my music. Metal is just amazing to play. Do you play any instruments? I don't, I am trying, well, I was trying for a little bit to learn how to play guitar, mm. and then it was weird, because I was trying to learn how to play guitar, and then that was kind of like fucking with my uh, my, my my songwriting, I don't know why. You, you seem know more I mean? like a bass player to me. <laughs> Maybe that's why, I don't know. You should try bass, it's also more rhythmic. Yeah, that might be part of it too, because my dad's a drummer. Nice. And, and so, uh, I was trying to do that, but like, my songwriting started to get like, because you know, with, with guitar, it's like... It's different than songwriting because with songwriting you're just you're free you're free you know you know mm-hmm. free flowing. If you don't know how to play guitar and you're trying to learn how to play guitar and then at the same time you're trying to learn how to play a song, you're like you know you got to do it right. You know yeah. you, you can't like fuck off. You can't like you know. Mm-hmm. I mean you can, but if like, you want to learn the song correctly, yeah, yeah. I made that mistake in my early days because I started playing guitar when I was 13 and when I was there. Sorry, I wish I did. No, I wish I did. It was like um, it's never too late, bro. If you ever want to, just pick it up, man. You, I still, and, I mean, I honestly, got one. now I got, it's even I got better. An in my house but it's just you know what i mean i don't play it because like i said it was like it was fucking with my with my writing a little bit because it like it made my writing kind of feel like it was more like i would start to write like i was as if i was learning to play guitar you know what i mean where like i'm not necessarily as free in my brain with it for sure yeah most definitely i could understand like that difference that's why i was saying like maybe like a bass like i could totally see you playing bass but guitar is a lot of fun like you know just to pick around and fuck around with but what i was getting at is like whenever you are learning to play it like you have to like yeah practice makes perfect but only if you practice perfectly Mm -hmm. like you like Mm -hmm. you you can't get anywhere without perfect practice exactly and that's where i was at with it was you know i was you know so i I was getting there with some things you know i was learning and shit but you know i don't want to i don't want to Stop. I, don't, I don't want nothing to take away from the momentum of the music you know, i always I'm doing. say for anybody that wants to learn to play guitar because in my experience just learn how to play a song you want to learn how to play like don't look into yeah. like you got to start with the major chords well, no, that's what i was doing and- so that's what i was doing right is i was like looking up songs that like i wanted to play and shit and they were the simple ones and so like that's mm-hmm. the thing is like you like know, what songs oh dude fucking 
uh, I did like two. Actually, they weren't even real like songs. They were like soundtrack songs. Have you ever played The Last of Us? Yeah. They were like little soundtrack pieces from that. So okay. I looked up on YouTube. There's this cool ass British dude on YouTube, and I would look up his videos. And he uh, he had like he had like one for the Assassin's Creed theme, nice. and and, uh, and I would just like look up little things like that, you know, real simple mm -hmm. shit, like shit that wasn't too hard. And I would get to learn to do that. And then uh, you know it's just different though. It was mm -hmm. just a, it was just way different from it for and, sure. Yeah, and like I always recommend too that people just like learn how to play like a couple power chords because once you learn how to play power chords, you can play like ninety percent of the rock songs. Power that you chords know. are the are the fucking. Um which ones are those? Those are they're the they're they're basically like a shortened bar chord because a normal bar chord goes all the way across the string. Yeah, I can't do no fucking bar chord, man. Yeah, so if you just do the first, like you know, the first, then the fifth, and the octave, if you just do those ones, and then you'll fucking play ninety percent of the rock songs. You just got to oh. move it up and down the fret. Oh. Like you can play anything from Green Day. You can play anything from the Ramones. Is that a, is that a substitute for the for the bars? Yeah, basically, it's okay. so like you don't have to do the whole bar. You just are literally just fucking jamming on those I nines, might, and then I you just kind of move it up and down. Yeah. Bro, you could learn so many songs. Like yeah. you, you could fucking learn every song from the Ramones. Yeah, just well, start there. Yeah, my brother plays guitar, and he's actually really good at it. Nice. And, and he was trying to show, me, but you know, what I mean, when someone that knows how to play guitar, they try to show you, they're just flowing. You're like, I don't fucking, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you, you have to be able to go back to that early still, like you know, like extremely slow. Yeah, go back to your early mindset when you were learning to play guitar. What were you doing and what could have you done better yeah like and that's the way i approach it because i was giving guitar lessons when i was still in high school because i picked up the guitar and i became obsessed with it for like a good seven years like that's and good. i was just like like all i wanted to do was play my guitar and like when it got to the point whenever like i would get grounded my mom would just take away my guitar Fuck. like yeah so like because i didn't play many video games she didn't really care about that because i didn't do it enough like, yeah and then she was like i'm gonna take out to take away something you like God damn it, mom! And one time she got smart with it. She took the strings off too. I was impressed. Like I wasn't even mad at that point. I was like, "Damn, you went all out, mom!" Now you gotta fucking restring it, right? But like, I would sit there, like I would get home, I would do my chores, do my homework, and then I would just fucking play guitar for the rest of the night. And then maybe towards the end of the night, I would hop on like Tony Hawk or Grand Theft Auto or some shit like that, or maybe some Madden. Like I didn't really, I play some video games. I don't really play a lot though. Yeah, I'm not one to like geek out on Call of Duty for a really long time. I'm not really either. I got like some games that I've played and shit, but. Anytime nah. a new Grand Theft Auto comes out, I have to play it and buy it. Even like if it's like I'll have to get a whole new system to play it, I'll fucking do it. It's been like almost 10 years since the last one, goddamn. I know, it. I can't wait for it to drop though because it's going to have everything. Yeah, it's okay. Like it's It's okay. going to be worth it. Yeah, it's going to be what we all been waiting I'd for. I'd have them do that cuz I was playing San Andreas recently and I'm like, "Man, what the fuck? Cuz San Andreas got all this all this shit that GTA 5 don't even got." And I'm like, I looked at like the release date of like GTA 4 and GTA 5. I think GTA 4 came out in like late 07 or in 2008 or some shit. Mm. And then GTA 5 came out in 13. I'm like, okay, so that's five years. And they're taking, they've taken nine years for six so far. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. In six, I know that they're, you know, they're taking their time with it mm -hmm. and putting more in. I'd rather have that every well, time. Well, they're probably also going to have VR components. That would make sense. Yeah. It's going to be like also going to be like available for VR so you can be like in the game itself. Yeah. They're capitalizing on all the money that they can make off it for sure. Oh, bro. I mean, it's, that's they're where everything's going that to. That's where everything is going to. Yeah. Like, and it's like, and I actually like, I fucking, I called this a long time ago with a friend of mine. We we're like, invest in VR companies because those are going to be the ones to fucking blow up or find out what the VR components are made out of and invest in the companies that make those pieces. 
Okay. That's also a way to do it too. Like that makes sense. like for the people that invested in like fucking like microchips for all the shit that's coming out, they're fucking balling right now. Like all the people that invested in the companies yeah. that make microchips or even like the components for microchips. Yeah. All those people are fucking skyrocketing. So that's a good way to kind of look at investments. A lot of the techno- te- technology investments are, uh, I mean, there's certain, there's certain bad ones, but mm-hmm. the technology business is a good one to get into in general. If you can kind of see where stop. the flow's going. Yeah. Like you just kind of have to be able to like kind of see where it's going and mm-hmm. just really kind of be lucky and kind of strategic at the same time. So it's, it's a weird thing because I've actually invested in some like stock and some crypto that did really well. And then I lost a ton of money during the dip. I'm still just holding on to it. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, I didn't invest anything that I wasn't willing to lose. That's always and the key so, part of it. Exactly. It's just strategic gambling. That's all it is. Yeah. And I go to and I go to Vegas a bunch of times all the time. So it's like I know how to gamble. I, I know strategic gambling, motherfucker. I know strategic gambling <laughs> because I don't fucking I don't ever walk away broke from Vegas. That's, ever. That's good. Like because I don't gamble a lot though. Mm-hmm. I only like to uh play blackjack mostly. I don't really care for Blackjack's the machines too much. One. It's because it's I, a simple and fun one. Yeah, and I learned how to count cards. I like the simplicity of blackjack. Mm-hmm. I love the fucking. It's like all these other card games, man. They got all these rules and shit. I like yeah. blackjack. It's just so fucking simple. Well, it's the Get as only close game as you can to twenty one without going over. It, it's really really simple, and if you kind of know the basic rules and the play of it, you it's really good. really simple. Because yeah. even if you just do basic strategy, it increases your odds like tenfold. Yeah. Like and then because also. The only it's like it's the only game in the casino to where you actually can gain an edge over the house. Mm-hmm. It's the only game that you can actually do that in the whole casino. And may, maybe baccarat if you know what you're doing, but like uh, you can really gain like a serious edge on just like counting cards. Yeah, and so you like that's why they kick you out for doing it. Like Get the fuck out of here. Usually they'll just ban you from blackjack. I think they like, did that to Dana White. He fucking yeah. he went to he went to a Vegas casino and he got he won like two million on, on blackjack. Yeah, they told him to get the hell out of here. Yeah, <laughs> like you can't come back. Out oh, of for here. sure, he got banned from the Palms. I saw that video. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was like, fucking man, sick. You gotta get the fuck out of here. Exactly, <laughs> fucking fly flying around here. But um, hold on one second. I want to check something so that fly fucking gets out. Oh no, sorry. But um. Yeah, blackjack is like the only one where you can actually gain that advantage because if you just do basic strategy, which like you can literally have like a basic strategy card there at the table with you and it just tells you what to do on every type of hand that could ever come out. Like okay. and it tells you to hit, stay, double. I never split. seen one of those before. I never been to a casino yet. So Oh, okay. So you you can usually get them like in like a gift shop. You can fucking get on your phone. Right. Like you can just download it on your phone. I just only play blackjack with friends and shit. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. You should do it at the casino sometime. Because yeah, if you do it right, you can fuck, fucking man. win yeah. a lot of money. <laughs> I love blackjack. And so counting fuck. cards is so much easier than people think. Yeah. It's so much easier. It's just doing it covertly mm-hmm. is the fucking trick. Yeah. You hear that? Yeah, I heard that. Remember one time we were walking around the casino, our first time in Vegas, and we were walking around the casino, and I was kind of what's called back counting. So you're looking at tables, and you're just kind of seeing if there's a lot of high cards or a lot of low cards on the table. And I looked at this one, and it was we were kind of looking for a place to play, and so we were just kind of walking. They didn't know. I didn't tell my lady at the time that we were that I knew how to count cards. I just kind of kept this completely to myself, and so I was back counting on these tables. And then whenever I was um, over there, I looked over and then I saw that there was nothing but low cards on the table. Like there was like a few sevens and eights, but most of it was like fucking like twos, fives, sevens. It was like nothing but low cards. And then I saw them that they put the cards back and they didn't reshuffle. So I was like, let's go play it there. Yeah. And literally I just bet down fucking um, 20 bucks and then I got blackjack. 
and then I knew, and then I knew that there was, um, yeah, 21 firsthand. And then I knew that there was still a fuckload of high cards in there. So I actually stayed low on the second one when everybody else was chasing the blackjack. And so they all busted. I won the second hand and then I got blackjack again. Damn. So I fucking <laughs> I walked away with a decent little chunk of money right there. Yes, sir. And then, but immediately we were being watched, like immediately. Yeah. They didn't come kick us out, but we were being like followed. Like they literally just came and like stood by us. Yeah. And then one time we were killing it at the roulette wheel because I have this kind of like strategy to where it's like if you have friends with you, you just kind of create like a spread amongst there you just kind of all like go in together and mm-hmm. then usually you can turn a profit together yeah like it might not be as much because you're splitting it but like you can fucking someone's gonna get do something. it oh exactly dude. Yeah. and it works like a charm because you have someone bet on odds someone bet on even and you have it set up so no matter what you're either going to get your money back or you're going break to even. or yeah you're gonna break oh, even yeah. or you're gonna get profit like and then you just take the little profit set it aside keep playing and then take yes, your little sir. profit set it aside keep playing and then once you get to where you want step away yeah <laughs> do your thing Fuck, I want to go to Vegas now. <laughs> it's not even to gamble. I don't really do that a lot when I'm there. I just know how to do it. Yeah. I fucking hate machines. It's a waste of money. So what other bands do you like other than Iron Maiden, man? So is rock. So I was curious about that since you kind of rock like, you know, like you, you fuck with metal and it seems like you like rock music. Does that kind of play an influence with your songwriting? Uh, Well, like the funny thing about me is I still like uh, I still like some of the shit that people would like, you know. Like, some of the shit that was uh, my middle school or, like, uh, as a kid shit. So, I still like, like, simple bands like Three Days Grace or Papa Roach and shit There's like that. people that still like those, man. There's He's, a reason they still sell out shows. Yeah. And it's, like, it's, it's a, uh, is, it, yeah, like, they do, but I can't really say in what way. You know what I mean? I just, mm-hmm. I know that they, uh, I know that I get influenced a lot from, uh, just from, like, the general, g- g- like, Certain things from different bands or artists, you know what I mean? Like, uh, Culture Wall, a uh, country singer, he's one of my mm-hmm. favorite artists in general. And uh, I'll get certain, you know, I'll see certain parts of them that I can, like, uh, you know, admire and shit. Because it's like, with, uh, let's say, like, Three Days Grace, for example, they they were always good with, uh, they're always good with being able to do songs that, like, express their their you know like that people could relate to and then it was the same thing with uh papa roach and shit like that and i always kind of realized with uh certain people you know they it's almost like they want the diehard fans you know what i mean like yeah. the ones that, that that really love you mm-hmm. and like but they're not saying nothing you know like yeah. they're you know they're not really saying that i'm not expecting you to fucking say deep shit every fucking song bro but some of them just don't be saying shit to you you know i'm talking rappers now you know what i mean yeah but yeah, like, yeah yeah for sure some of them don't don't be don't be saying shit really to, to even make you want to like rewind and think about it you know mm-hmm. and like a certain there is a lot of that yeah and 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 like a certain uh certain things though like like rock music for me is a good thing to use in hip-hop because uh in terms of the imagery rock and roll has always been really good with imagery you know what i mean oh yeah when, for when sure the lyrics paint a real good image and shit without mm-hmm. saying much because there's way less lyrics in rock and roll than there is in hip-hop you know oh, what I oh mean? absolutely like a fucking quarter of the yeah. lyrics and mm-hmm. and but the thing about it is Which is something not a lot of people know yeah dude like, it's not you even know, fucking close yeah fucking usually an entire rock song is like one verse in hip-hop yeah dude <laughs> exactly and so and so but the thing is you gotta it doesn't mean you know i mean i mean you you can you know do whatever you want to fucking do but like mm-hmm. for me it's like i want to 
I want to I want to be able to kind of paint an image with what I say, but not force it on you. You know what yeah. I mean? Kind of like a kind of like a book can do to to your imagination. Yeah. And where it's like I'm not ever going to tell you, you should do something this way, or this is bad, or I might, you know, say something yeah. bad, you know what I mean? Fentanyl is bad. Don't fucking do fentanyl. But, uh... Don't <laughs> sure that tweaker in Vegas that yeah, tried to rob me. Fuck you. Go yeah, ahead and buy fuck, some fentanyl. Kill yourself. Fuck that guy. But, uh... Fuck that guy. Um... It's like, I'm not going to tell you something's bad straight out, but I'm going to paint you a picture that shows you it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to let you make your judgment from there. Yeah. You know? And not, not with everything, but, like... Also, just like you know, like like I'll have that with some ideas, like with certain songs, you know, like uh, I'll hear a rock lyric that makes me feel a certain way, mm-hmm. and then I'll want to take that feeling and put it into a hip hop song, yeah, and see how I can transition awesome. it and make it work, you know. Hell yeah! Are you like gonna start like messing around with like a lot of instruments and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, I got a buddy that played. My buddy Sean, he plays guitar. I'm probably gonna start seeing. Um, Actually, I mean, me and him made a song pretty recently. I don't know if he's going to, I think we're going to put it out, but uh, he, I think he's playing bass on there and he's playing drums nice. on there and uh, he's playing bass, drums, and I think piano mm. or, or not piano, but keys. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's and so I don't think there's any guitar in there. I think it's just okay. the keys and the bass and the drums. So mm-hmm. it's like a, not like a, like it's, but it's a real smooth, you know? Oh, and uh horns there's horns in the background too nice so so you know what i mean it's like a real smooth kind of like almost like jazzy type beat that's what's up dude shit. so i love that sort of shit and you you kind of like reminded me of something i have this idea for something that i want to make and maybe we can work together on it or something like that or any other artists that are listening go let's let, let fucking hit me up let's do this together but i have this amazing idea about taking like jazzy hip-hop beats mm-hmm. and singing like sinatra style harmonies over the top of it yeah that would be hard. like making like modern sinatra like yeah. crooner music you know what i'm saying <laughs> you could even have that as like a background vocals to like the hip-hop song or you yes that's kind that of what as- i was thinking like you would kind of like take like almost like take like the same thing that like gangster rap did with nate dog mm-hmm. but apply that to like that kind nate of like dog. jazzy i love nate dog like rest in peace yes, um sir. and so like take like that sort of element where you have like rap music you have like rapping music and that kind of harmony too but mm-hmm. apply that to kind of like a jazzy kind of like sinatra swing kind of vibe yeah well that's the thing a lot of music- and we are back in the fucking 20s let's make it roaring again. yeah dude there's a lot of music though like that's what i was gonna say there's a lot of music nowadays and not just nowadays you know what i mean there's always been but there's a lot of music that that doesn't have like you said like they'll have the good beat or they'll have the good rapping, but then they don't have the harmony. Yeah. Or they'll have, you know, you know, vice versa and shit. And so that's what I always try to do, too. That's why it took me so long with fucking figuring out what songs I want to do for the EP. Because it was like, I wanted to tell a story musically with it. Yeah. And so, like, the first song is Sirens. And so that one has a fucking crazy-ass, booming-ass beat. And that one's, like, a good, like, kind of, like... Yeah, I'm excited to listen to, to it, it in my car because my car has a fucking killer ass stereo Dude, in there. Yeah, I'm excited you. to listen to it. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then I wanted to flow from there. So, like, you know, second one's momentum. You know, that's obviously the one that's, like, going to get you going. And then the third one, 808, that one is, like, that's, like, the peak of the of the, of the party. You know what I mean? And then, and, then, and then you hit Graveyard. And Graveyard's, like, shit dude graveyard's probably my favorite one on there man it's my I favorite fucking, too 100 yeah i appreciate it 100 bro dude graveyard was like the last one that i did um i did that one like and momentum was good too i did graveyard thank you mm-hmm. i did graveyard i think in june um i did it really recent nice and 
And so turned out really good. <laughs> thank you. Well, dude, it was crazy. Fucking shout out Jordan Green, man. He uh he's such a dope fucking engineer. I hit him up and I'm like, hey bro, uh I need the stem or not the stems, I need the uh waves for the songs nice. because uh you know that's the higher quality. Oh yeah, for sure. And, You're recording uh, on a wave right now. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> and um so I'm like, hey, I need the waves, right? And so he sends me the wa- he sends me the waves, but he's like, Okay, hold on, I'm, I'm uh I need to do something or whatever. And I'm like, Okay, I'm assuming he means like his own like personal life shit or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Okay, I give him a little bit, but I mean I hit him up like mid-july so like you know I, I need to i need these pretty soon and so i hit him up like the next day or two and i'm like yo bro can you send me those and he's like yeah sure and he sends me them i didn't even realize he was making changes to the songs like oh, up until like the last okay. second and like this is after i paid him for the studio time and shit. i mean mm. i'm not asking him to make these changes he's just yeah. going and making them that's on what's up though hell yeah and so like he did little things like uh like like he's on the hook at graveyard and uh he Bro, like it's just a little like that's why I love working with him. Is it's just the little shit, the little shit that you can't really, you can't, you couldn't tell him to do. You know what I mean? Yes, you couldn't tell yeah. him to do that. Something that has to come from the heart mm-hmm. because you care about doing it. Yeah, and so he would he would go back and he would like I think he made like a change to his background vocal and just something about it. I don't know. I'm not an engineer, but something about it that he did, mm-hmm. man, it made it like like extra smooth and shit. And I was like, man yeah this is how i work with you and then Hell like on, yeah. on on sirens um he had it where it's like a what did i say i was like a sing to me like you was a siren the signaling alarms and the sirens he uh at first he had the siren start on the first bar of that little four bar stanza mm. but uh he changed it after because in the first bar i'm talking about a siren like greek mythology and then mm-hmm. in the second bar i'm talking about actual whoop whoop sirens nice and so then after the second bar is when he put the sirens instead and nice. i'm like it's the little shit like that you know the For little sure. details i'm like yeah mm-hmm. I, I, I fuck with that so shout out jordan green yeah most definitely shout out they fucking sound great <clears throat> they sound really awesome man like i said i fuck with your music a lot i've had some people hit me up with a, uh, to come on the podcast and i didn't really care for their music that much and i just kind of told them i was like hey i don't i don't really know <laughs> I don't really know what we would talk about. <laughs> I don't know what to say, bro. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, it's like, unless they, you know, were like, you know, unless they like, you know, did some research because I do research on all my guests. And so like, you know, sometimes it's a little bit more in depth. Sometimes it's not really that much. Like if it's a yeah. musician, I just really want to focus on your music and your creative process. And, you know, you, you show the world your art through your music and you come on the podcast to show your brain. You know, exactly. and then, you know, that this uh, amazing flowing conversation getting ripped and fucking hanging out on the Hippie Speedball podcast <laughs> available everywhere stone. you get podcasts on, on YouTube as well. Go ahead Shout and hit subscribe and like. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Like, I appreciate I really, you. So I'm really actually on, curious, man. man. What made you want to what, what got you turned on to the podcast? It was what episode was it that you first found? Oh, dude. So I got it on here. Uh, the first one I seen was the one you did with Swiggle. And then nice. I got, Shout out Swiggle. That was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Swiggle. Uh, I got like I, I saw it on uh, there was the Oregon Hip Hop Awards that they was doing on they, yeah they you had were that's right that's right you were mentioning this before the podcast like so yeah shout out to Portland for putting me on there I completely yeah you got a good amount of votes on there I think you was thank like, you like I think you I'm pretty sure you was top three on there and there was like probably like fucking twelve or fifteen you that's know that up. was you said Parkers Park one so the right I think it was Parkers Park across the street one of the two oh okay okay yeah I'm not sure and I don't think the the voting's done yet even but uh, oh, okay yeah it's just, well I didn't even know it was on there like I I stopped dude. chasing awards and um I think wait a minute I think this is I wonder if this is the same one because uh. Brandon frowns from Park and Spark. He said that he nominated me for something. 
That might have been it. That might have been it. So maybe he was the reason. But I'm fucking. That's dope. That so many people voted, man. That's really Dude, cool. Yeah. I, I thank you so much, Portland. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, but that's where I saw it on, and then from there, you know, I, I got I got turned on to it. And oh, I, thanks, I watched man. A bit and then I hit you up, and I was like, yo, let's get this shit going. I, I appreciate you actually, you know, checking it out before. Yeah. You know, I've had some people that come on and they never even watched or listened to the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> they I mean, just yeah, I like I, I try to do, you know, I try to at least fucking. You know, I'm not gonna hit you. You know, <laughs> be like, "Hey, bro, do this." I know, thing, and like, you know? and I, I was thinking, I was like, "That's risky." Like to, you know, just say like, "Oh, there's a podcast that interviews musicians. I'm gonna go on there without listening to an episode." Like, yeah. Are you sure? It's like you yeah, don't know bro. who I am. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what he's gonna say. I don't. I don't like uh, have anybody on the podcast that I don't like. You know, I need something to talk about. You know, mm-hmm. with with a guest. You know, whether it's like because I really like your music, and one thing I Thank also you. really, really dig about. Uh, you is you your music video that I saw on YouTube, man. Um, I can't remember the name of a song, but it was like really cinematic in the beginning. You were in a car, oh, pray and for shit me. like that. Yeah, pray for me, dude. You should do more of that, bro. Thank Add you. a cinematic value because I don't see enough of that. Yeah, well, I don't see enough. Like it's like a little mini movie before the song. Yeah, and I fucking love when when rock songs do that. That's a really big thing in rock music. You don't really see it a lot in hip hop. Yeah, I like that too. I did that video with DeAndre Collins, uh, Collective Films. He yeah, he, I want to get really him. Dope. I want to get him on the show because yeah. I've seen so many of your music videos, buddy. Let's fucking get you on the podcast. Yeah, so 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 that shit turned out dope. I've done all my videos so far with him, and uh, they've all turned out real dope. But yeah, I'm I'm really uh, I got you know I got ideas for things coming up. Like the the, the next videos I'm gonna be doing are gonna you know they're gonna be very cinematic with it. Like mm-hmm. I'm not really uh, I've never been the guy that's really interested in just doing like a stand in front of a stop sign smoking weed type video. Like you yeah. know like they're all right and shit. But mm-hmm. I did that type of video for momentum because bro momentum. Oh my god, that video was so fucking. We had a plan to do another video. And we was going to do that video at a hotel and we show up. This is before I turned 21. I was 20 and we show up at the hotel and I don't know why the hell they, bro, this is one of those hotels you pay. I think you do anyway with hotels, but you paid before or like you paid some before showing up or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. You have to do that pretty much with all of them. Yeah. And so I show up and shit and they're like, yeah, you can't come in. You're not, you're not 21 or some shit. You can't stay here. I'm like, what the fuck? get fucked you let me pay yeah I was, right I was, bro what you talking about give me about? my fucking money back yeah and and so fucking i ended up getting the money back like the next following day or whatever but i mm-hmm. couldn't like that was like the set like we, we were gonna have like a whole little setup like you know in the, in yeah. the room and shit and i was like god damn it and so that video we're like man fuck it the video is scrap and so i was just like all right well, fuck it we'll just do momentum she just quick. fucking filmed it in the lobby Dude, I know. <laughs> Fuck you. That would have been fucking so dope. That would have been beautiful. Would have been legendary. <laughs> they have a little. It's like, oh, we can't stay. Turn it on. Well, that's the thing too. Is like I'm, I want to get a. I want to get more like a like like when I do my next video and shit. I want to have more or depending, you know, like if there's certain funny shit or certain cool shit that adds to the video of the setting of the video, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. the setting is important. Like setting is really important. Like with movies, people, a lot of times people don't really realize why their movie is your favorite movie. And a lot of times it's because of the setting of it and the way they shot it and shit like that. And it's yeah. like, I want the setting. Like, you know what I mean? Like if I'm, if I'm telling you I'm in this spot by setting, you mean like the actual environment? Itself. Yeah. Environment mm-hmm. showing you something that was there, you know? And, yeah. and, 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 and like, I love little things before or after a video where like, uh, 
uh like some like little funny shit you know like if, if, you, if you get a video of a tweaker saying some funny shit or singing along to your music or whatever like hey what's that da, 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 da. it's like put that shit after the video put yeah. that on there you know what i mean that extra shit adds to it yeah for sure man for sure and i think that's a really genius approach because like taking like that cinematic value like we're kind of approaching an era to where that's becoming a lot more valued about way the way things look and the way they sound yeah like it's becoming a lot more exactly like and then also like People hear cool thing their is, eyes first. Yeah, but also you can't get away with shitty audio. Like you can no, get away with no, subpar no. video. Like because yeah. you can film a dope music video with a shitty ass camera, but the song still needs to sound good. Yep. <laughs> like it still yep. needs to sound good. Yep. And that's the thing about podcasting too. It's like it's so important to like like really really try to get the best audio within your means because yeah. like don't neglect it. Anybody that's starting a podcast, do not neglect the audio. Like that's like a photographer saying, "It's okay if I take shitty pictures." <laughs> yes. No, it's not. <laughs> like you can't do you, that, bro. Not if you want to make money with it. That's like, you know. <laughs> it's like not if that's what you actually want to do and you want to do it right and put out a decent product. Yeah. Like how dare you? It sounded good on here though. So hell thank yeah. you. I appreciate that, man. I uh that's my musician background that helped out with that because me and my friends, yeah. we were like huge, huge like audio geeks back in high school and we were like still like we were practicing and running our shit through a PA and mixers man, and you everything. You gotta start like that. fucking asking around people, get dude, you could probably make so much money around town doing these shows because they got some of these shows around here they don't got very uh they don't got the best audio. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, for sure. Anybody and, that's ever interested in that, I would totally do that. Bro, I've, I've, I've actually helped out a couple podcasts. You heard it here. Any, any Anybody around here that's willing to fucking pay somebody that isn't that good at you know the shit, pay somebody that is good at it and pay this man to do it because that Thank shit you. I is that, important. Man. Extremely, Absolutely. extremely, extremely Especially in important. And my shit's portable too. Yeah. So I can freaking, I can bring everything to you. So... Go ahead and hit me up. Yes, <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. I've done it for a couple people before. Yeah. I've actually like um, I, I've uh, I've had a couple podcasters. They even told me they're like, dude, you've inspired us to want to do better audio, and like you've inspired us to want to do more. And I'm like, that's fucking dope. That's what I want to do. I just want to inspire. With my that's shit, my main man. goal in life. That is my absolute absolute main goal in life. Yeah, I just realized I haven't been using the coaster this entire time. <laughs> it's all good, but I've been showing off the happy cannabis mug. Shout out happy cannabis. Love yes, you guys. Sir. But. Like the, uh, yeah, like I would, um, I've done it for a couple like different, I love, uh, motivating people and inspiring people and stuff like that. And I've been able to help out a couple podcasters that like, there was one of them as a friend of mine, they're called the two die Four podcast. They're like, they just do like, um, like, you know, kind of like a, uh, like role-playing game and they just record a podcast while they're doing it and shit. And so like, uh, they, they do various different ones, kind of like D and D style campaigns. But, oh shit! Yeah, and so they just record a podcast while doing that, but their audio wasn't the best, and I just hit them up, and I was like, "Dude, I want to help you guys out. Like, yeah. we're gonna freaking we're gonna get this going." And then I was helping them out for a few episodes, and then they got their own audio equipment. And I don't know if they're still doing it. I haven't seen an episode get uploaded in a while, but they um I've helped them out and stuff like that. So That's I got dope. a little I got a little sample I can show you before and after my help. Hell yeah! <laughs> like, also, I love I would really love to just uh, consult people too. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like if you want to just pay me for fucking, you know, like an hour of my time, like I would totally do that. By the end of that hour, you're going to know how to fucking have a pro podcast, what to use, how to fucking grow it, the best ways to approach people about it, the best mm -hmm. ways to find guests. You're going to know all that shit within like probably an hour and a half. Yeah. Like, and then it's because I want to have a really good, it's going to be like we're having a podcast, but only you're picking my brain and I'm getting your, yeah. I'm seeing what you want, exactly. you know? And I would honestly, I would much rather do that so I can just set people out on their own. It's like, you can do this yourself. Just let me teach you how I did it. And then I can make it a lot easier rather than all this 
overwhelming information that gets dumped on you when you're creating content. Yeah, just overbearing. Well, everybody just thinks that they need the absolute top of the line best stuff. Like these microphones were like fucking like 90 bucks a piece. Like there were like they're they're just fucking sure SM58s and I got specifically those ones because they're fucking durable. You yeah. can fucking throw these things against a goddamn brick wall and fix it. <laughs> like they're very very durable and I needed ones that could take a lot of smoke. Because there's a lot of smoke flowing around, so you gotta do what you gotta do. It'd be smoking up. Mm-hmm. And I, I use a dough if you want to smoke on that. Oh, speaking of, yeah, should we uh, roll a little bleasy real quick? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm gonna um, probably take a little pause on the video real quick. Okay. And then that way, I'm not just like you know wasting okay, up the space and shit sure. like that and everything. Actually, maybe I'll just fucking I'll just do it while recording. Fuck it. <laughs> we'll just keep the fucking convo going. Yes, I sir. Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two, what it do, what it do, ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, it sounds really good, man. Hell yeah. I appreciate all the compliments on the audio. Dude, yeah, sounds great. And I want to help out a few to, like, of my, my uh, podcast fam. You got a grinder or do you just, you just break down with your hands? What's that? I just break it with my hands. I don't I, grind for I, blunts. I do the same. This might, be yeah. a, this might be a bit of a challenge, but. It's all good, bro. We'll see. Challenge accepted. That shit got some. Woo, that Some fucking freshness stinks to so it. good. That's that Vancouver weed, bro. It's different up there. I don't know. Some of the shit. It's about the same. That's what I mean. Some of this shit isn't. It's like. Nowadays, it's, you pretty much get the same weed anywhere. Sometimes I like the Oregon weed better. That's what I mean by different. Like, you know. Oregon weed is definitely the best. Yeah. Like, like I like the. There's a reason why, like, people come to Oregon specifically for their weed. Yeah. We have the perfect climate for it. Like it's it's better than freaking Cali. It's better than Mexico. It's better than everywhere else. There's a reason why. Because like also we had to like, you know, like, you know, we have other people have like those sunshine and those mountains and stuff like that. You know, it rains a lot here. So we like invented hydroponic. <laughs> like we, yeah, fucking we got had everything to. over here the pacific northwest in general like even washington included like we had to fucking use hydroponic because it was the only way we could grow our shit yeah you know like and there's some areas where you can grow it really well outdoors one of my goals is i want to own land and i want to grow like natural cannabis on those lands and like i want to go and um like get like some land out in like montana and grow like some hindu kush because it's kind of similar <laughs> to like those mountain ranges hindu kush yeah for sure because like that's good oh, dude i love purple hindu kush and so, but I also want to get like some land down in kind of more like a jungle type area, like maybe like not jungle, but kind of more like a, maybe like Louisiana or somewhere down there kind of in the bayous and I want right. to grow some really chronic sativa because it kind of net like, and I want to grow some like Durban poison down there. So I want to get like some good, like land race strains and grow some OG outdoor weed. Yeah. Like fucking like historical bud down there in the bayou. And I got access to like original Kush and original Durban seeds, like true authentic ones. Yeah. I have a couple grower friends who can get me those like no problem. Yes, sir. Especially Durban. True Durban poison is not hard to find. And it's actually a land race strain. So Durban poison, if you can find true Durban poison in a, in a dispensary, and normally it's not very high THC. Like Durban poison normally isn't that high. Usually it's like maybe like around like the 20% max. Usually it's pretty low if you want true Durban, mm-hmm. but it's a complete land race sativa. Like no hybrids, no nothing in it. It is strictly sativa because it comes yeah. from Durban, Africa. That's why it's called Durban Poison. So this is actually a really good spot to get something that I get from every guest on the podcast. And you heard me talk about this with Swiggle and maybe a few other people. But I would love to hear the story of your first time you ever got high, my friend. Oh, yeah. Uh, So uh, 
I was with my friend Juan and my friend Chaden, and we were going. Uh, whoa, what the fuck? So we, I was I was first with my friend Chaden, and we were looking for Juan for a big minute. Like we didn't know he had just moved here, and we didn't know what house he was in yet. And he lived like just down the block from us. You know what I mean? Because like uh, we lived like. Me, me and Chayden live, like, two streets down, you know? And so I'm with him. We're trying to find Juan. Juan's, like, supposed to be within the street of us. So we f- we eventually find him. And he's like, man, he's like, it's an ugly-ass day out here because it was fucking cloudy. He's from Indiana and shit. Mm-hmm. He ain't used to all these clouds and shit. And so he's like, man, he's like, we're going to go get some weed. And we fucking, uh, we, had, we had 20 bucks. We went and got a dub. And, uh. Oh, the dub days. The dub days, Ooh, man. there's a song title for you, bud. Yeah, dub days. The dub days. I like that, actually. <laughs> dub days and the dub, for real. But uh, we... Uh, you could do both double, like, you know, like double entendre dub days, like in a daze. Yeah. Or like back in the dub days. Yes, sir. And we... Uh, no, you're good. I like that, actually. <laughs> we uh, So we go, we get it, and we, we roll up in these, like, these, these raspberry flavored papers. And they were hella good papers. But we smoked the shit in the in this alley, and uh, it's just a little, it's just a joint, you know, nothing that crazy. And I, we didn't smoke all the all the dub, you know what I mean? It was just like probably a gram joint, and nothing I too crazy. The, uh, I left the blunt wrap out there. One sec. <sighs> but yeah, so we fucking we roll up that shit, we smoke that shit. I don't even think I'm high. Like I'm like sitting there. I'm like, what the fuck? Like my whole life, I'm sitting there. I'm thinking I'm gonna be like on some acid type high shit, bro. Like I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm expecting this. You realize shit. you were lied to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 14. You know what I mean? I'm sitting here. I'm like, I'm expecting. I'm fucking gonna flatten like those commercials and shit. You know? And uh, and nothing really happens. I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, this is some fucking bunk. What you what you guys like? You guys lie to me. And so I go home though. And I go home and like I'm tired all of a sudden. I didn't realize I was tired, probably because uh, you know, because I was smoking weed. And yeah. I get home, and I swear to God, like I laid down on my bed and I laid down like like on my stomach, and I fucking, I laid there and I got my door closed but not latched, you know. Mm-hmm. And so my dad's out there, and he's he's talking on the. He, I I don't notice. I just I, I just hear him out there. And he's saying some shit. I don't know what he's saying, but it sounds like he's talking to me. But I just hear, hey, 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 you know what I mean? I'm like, what? And he's just, hey, 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 you know, he just keeps talking and shit. He's not really like, you know, not really responding to me. I'm like, what are you saying? And he just kind of keeps talking and keeps talking. And I like, I'm like, I'm yelling from my room. I'm like, what are you saying? Like, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, what do you want? Like, why don't you just come talk to me, bro? And he, he, uh, he doesn't say nothing. He just keeps talking. And then I realized, though, like, I fell asleep and I woke up and I realized I was like, oh, holy shit. He was on the phone. The whole deal. Uh, he was just on the phone out there talking to somebody. He's probably sitting there like, what the fuck is my Oh, so the, like, the actual, like, room, like, because he was on the other side, all you heard was like, whoa, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there and he's on the phone and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, oh, damn, I was higher than a bitch. I thought I was all sober and shit. I'm fucking sitting there. I didn't even know. I was, that's how I was so high. I didn't even know I was high. That's awesome. And I, I, I was fucking geeking. Well, I mean, also, it's like, you know, you don't really know you're high because it's your first time. Yeah. And then after that, though, I go over to, I go over to my friend's house and we go and we we smoke, we smoke up and fucking this, that was that was my first time smoking a blunt. This is like the same day, nice. and and we we it was the fucking nastiest shit though ever. It was just fucking I hate tropical fusion.
fusion swisher blunts. I, oh yeah, I fucking hate those. Definitely not my favorite. No, and we we, we that's what that's what it was. So I, I smoked it, but man, I felt like I was dying when I smoked it because that shit tasted so bad. I'm like, mm -hmm. why do you guys? I thought this. I was like, is this what all weed tastes? This one, my second time oh, smoking. Yeah. I'm like, See, that's also kind of harsh to do to someone where they smoke weed for the first time because they don't get a chance. <laughs> like they don't get like a dude. Oh my god, chance to like taste what weed really tastes like. I ain't get no introduction to shit. They used to fucking bro. You want to talk about peer pressure? Like goddamn, they used to like Those assholes. Dude, grab no. It was beautiful. Though. I love them. They put a fucking oh for sure. They I put, call my friends assholes all the time. Yeah, they they put a gravity bong in front of me and shit, and you you fucking you know what a gravity bong is, right? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I figured. I'm I, 32. Bro. Yeah, I figured. I just, <laughs> hey, bro, just you know, gotta make sure. I've made a gravity bong out of a t out of a fucking bathtub. Oh, that's with crazy. a fucking water like with like one of those giant like water jugs like that you get like yeah, in an yeah, office I, I, I know the water jugs yeah mm -hmm. oh I, just it's just in the bathtub yeah oh okay yeah yeah no we did that but we did that man oh i was so fucking ghetto man this is nasty looking back on it. we had like a fucking a, a bucket i was also a knife hit guy too Oh, uh, the knife hits on the on the uh, on the stove. Yeah, yeah. We had we had a bucket like a tweaker with burned out knives, <laughs> yeah, laying up, dude, but it's oh only weed. <laughs> we had a fucking bucket that we would take the bong hits with, and that shit. Oh man, that shit would kill me. And I remember mm. one time I got so high that made me think I threw up on the floor, and I didn't. I just mm. coughed so much. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh. I hate those coughing spells where you feel like you upchucked. Yeah, and I'm, but I'm so high. I'm sitting there that they got me convinced. Like they're like, bro, you threw up on the floor, and I'm like, what are you talking about? What? And they're like, bro, you threw up on the floor. Are you gonna clean it up or not? I'm like, clean it up with what? What are you talking about, bro? It's <laughs> like, oh man. Oh fuck, dude. I used to oh. get so geek. We had like no food, right? And so we fucking, I, we like, oh my god, we we made this fucking uh this like soup and corn this soup and corn type shit it was actually pretty smacking because we were hired and bitch and we were eating that's where that. some of the best fucking recipes come out of bro dude it was really good but i have then, some dank ass food that i've made while i was high sorry i just got to interject no, you're good. i made this dessert one time because earlier that morning we had some um pancakes and just like for chips and gigs we had some white chocolate chips in there and i just threw them in the pancake mix but we still had a shitload of pancake batter left right so that night what I did is we, um, I, ha I had like some like oil, so I heated up some oil, and I just took the pancake batter and just dumped it in the oil, and it made kind of like a little fritter thing. What the hell, dude? It was fucking sick <laughs> because like the dough just kind of like spills and then stops and forms, and then it just starts frying. That's kind of dope, actually. Dude, it's really fucking cool. And so I just took a scoop of it, like a ladle, and dumped it in there, and then made like the kind of like white chocolate chip like pancake fritter thing, like this fried pancake basically. And then I put um, a couple scoops of vanilla ice cream with strawberry syrup on there. I can get behind Bro, that. it was one of the best fucking things. And it looks so presentable because like, it's still kind of hot. Yeah. And so you put the ice cream on there and it steams like from like the bowl You're and like, shit. Dude, shit is so it even looks presentable. And I made that while I was fucking higher than fuck, bro. <laughs> Those days are fun. Oh yeah, bro. I I definitely. That's why a tea break every once in a while is cool. I remember we we used to. Oh, dude, I've never been so high as I used to be back then. I used to like. Sorry, this is taking me a while. I'll take my time with my blunts. No, nah, man. For those good. watching too, because I've actually never done this on the show. Oh, first time for everything. Hundred percent, bro. So yes, you're sir. my first person I've actually Hell rolled yeah, a blunt man. with on the air. It's good. Where people it. actually see. Oh, that's what he's doing. And I crutch my blunts too. Shout out to homeboy that I met at the Khalifa Social Club on 420. I mean, I don't know why people don't crush their blunts. Because... It's the best way to do it. Continues the airflow. And, and it doesn't get, get all nasty at the yeah, end. Man. And you can smoke all the weed. Yeah. Like, put a little filter on there. Why not? Like, it's like, I don't get... So, I was at the social club. That's kind of a good transition. Up. And so, like, yeah, you just, like, you. it's not like you get, like, you, you might get, like, technically 
that much less. But what is that? One hit? <laughs> like yeah, I mean, like yeah, exactly. And, and so, if you and most of the time, people don't even like if you pack it, you good. Like you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just packed the fuck out of this one. Yes, sir. Thanks for supplying the flower. Yeah, I'm excited. And it's got a little triangle, like a nine. <laughs> Let's go. That's, that's pretty cool. All right, let me clean this up real quick. But yeah, uh, what I was getting at is at the Khalifa Social Club on 420, I was uh, I was rolling a blunt, uh, and I I put the crutch in there, and this guy, oh, this is, this is your shit, my bad. I, um, uh, this like this guy was like putting. Um, I was sitting there rolling a blunt, and I put the crutch in there, and this guy's like, "Wow, man, you really crutch your blunts." And I just looked at him, and I was like, "Yeah." Just like with a big ass smile, and I was like, Ain't yes, sir. Wrong with it. And then he hit it, and he was like, Wow, man, this is actually not so bad. And I'm like, You think I crutch my blunts too. exactly? I didn't I at crutch first, everything. yeah, everything. dude. It's just a smoother smoke, and like, and like I said, it also helps the airflow. It just don't get like fucking it facilitates weed in your the mouth. airflow. I fucking exactly. hate getting weed in my mouth for that sure. Shit pisses me, me off. It's like getting hair in your mouth. You want mm-hmm. fucking hair in your mouth when you shave? That's why you close your mouth when you shave, <laughs> exactly. Right? That's why you see guys going. Yeah, yeah, it's the same <laughs> shit, man. That's why I put crutches in my fucking. Oh, sorry, no, I put crutches cool. in my shit. That way, it doesn't. We have a shave face like girls have what they when they do their eyebrows. Like they all like. Yeah, yeah, pretty much <laughs> like, the same face. Exactly, it's the same thing. <laughs> Only we have to keep our mouths closed and stuff like that. <laughs> no, yeah, but. <clears throat> Nah, go. I, I gotta the put blunt is rolled. I wonder how long that actually took me. I'm gonna I'm gonna have fun editing this because I can time myself. Yeah, I could, I should even try to like throw like a little timer on there. Yeah, <laughs> that would be cool the, just to see. Just a little countdown on it. I like to add a little bit of cinematic value to the podcast. No, it's dope. You know, and like like I said, like the guest is going to do and this is going to be the intro shot you know of yes, you doing the, that thing let's get it i got i got a really good one of zane thomas and it's just like and that's exactly what i'm going to start the podcast with the guest doing that uh, unless it's like done via zoom or something like that yeah then it'll be a little different one second not very many zoom podcasts no more though uh, you'd be surprised. well i mean there is but there's not really like a I mean, there is a need for them for people that are far away, but you know what I mean? If someone's local, it's like, yeah, unless they're scared to, you know, for, for their own reasons to not do it in person, then that's fine. But yeah, it's not really done. Like, it's usually because they live far away. Like it has nothing to do yeah, with because yeah. like they're afraid to be in person. I would love to be able just to go travel. Like that's one thing I'm, I plan on doing with the podcast. Like I want to go on tour, like, you know, and so go meet up with a, so first off, like my podcast fam. Like I want to go do in-person episodes with my my friends that I've become friends with over the years, like mm-hmm. that live in you know fucking uh, Dan Lovely from the DL show over in Michigan, Jerry and Blaze from uh, the Cloud Chronicles. I fucking love that dude. Uh, my homegirl Priscilla, she used to have a podcast, um, uh, but she doesn't really do it anymore. But like uh, it was called it was called Prissy's Prime. She was my very first person that ever had me as a guest on her podcast. <laughs> and That's so dope. Like, yeah, That's she was dope. wanted to talk about the Oregon cannabis industry and stuff like that. And it was Hell yeah. it was a really, really fun time. We've been good friends ever since. Hell like, yeah. And she lives over in Jersey. And I remember when they became legalized, I was like, Congratulations, buddy. You're finally <laughs> here with us. I'm so happy for you guys. It's fucking super dope. Yeah. Took them a while, but they got there. Yeah, for sure. It can take a while sometimes. And normally I'm not smoking on the show anymore, but you know what? Fuck it. I might just change that because I've smoked in here a couple times and it airs out all right. I mean, that the blunt smell stays in this room pretty fucking heavy. <laughs> like it sits, Oops. it sits for a minute. Man, I remember, dude. That was one of my. Actually, this would be a, this. I could just fucking play like video over the top of this, so it doesn't show us smoking. Yeah, dude. It's <laughs> so, like here's this... going to be a random horror movie playing over the audio of the podcast starting now. 
and just coughs in the background. Ah! Well, they'll still hear it, but it's just going to be whatever yeah. movie. I'm thinking Night of the Living Dead because it's public domain. I could literally put up the whole movie if I want to. Oh, yeah, you should do something public domain for sure. But uh, one of my favorite shits back in the day where I was with my friend and he had the, he had just moved into this new into this uh, <coughs> new place and it was like a duplex but it was one of those duplexes where it's up and down as opposed to left and right you know oh yeah 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 and yeah. so the landlord is below us and uh we fucking we're smoking upstairs you know doing our thing whatever but we're smoking in the bathroom sorry we're thinking it's gonna be uh you're cool bro gotta be going like just going through the vent and not going down you know we're upstairs mm-hmm. why the fuck is a vent in the ceiling gonna go down but apparently it went down went yeah. on, like you know what i mean and, and one of the rules there was no smoking weed mm-hmm. and so this dude was this was this mexican dude who barely spoke like like any, any english right and so we're we're out there and we're smoking a cigarette after we just got done getting high as shit and uh we're like fucking 15 and this dude comes out and, or, or the, the landlord just got home. And so he, he pulls up and he gets out his car and he's like, Hey, he's like, you know, someone around here has been smoking marijuana. And, uh, and my boy just looks at him. And he's like, I hate it when they word it that way. Yeah, I know. He's like, no, someone's been smoking marijuana. And, 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 and dude, oh, it took everything in me to not just start busting up, but it got real serious real quick. Cause then the dude's like, yeah, you guys going to have to go. And we're like, what? What you talking about, bro? No warning, no nothing. And he's like, uh, once your mom gets home, you guys are going to have to talk. We probably got to go. They didn't have to, I don't think, but man, that shit. shit. It's but never was, good when they word it marijuana. <laughs> dude, they used to, yeah, he's like, yeah, you guys are out here smoking marijuana? People still have a stigma. That's why we're not showing this on the air right now. Yeah, like, that's why, why there's a random movie playing over the background of the audio. Yeah, and it's not get high. Or how high, I mean. <laughs> Although I do think a blunt you could probably get away with. Swish it, bro. I'm just smoking straight up tobacco. I'm just exactly because it doesn't look like weed, you know. Yeah, for all yeah, they know, yeah. we could just be passing around a, a little tiny cigar for some odd reason and inhaling it too. Like Friends, we could just be weird people. Yeah, we smoking cigars. Right? Exactly. It's, it's uh, get your shit together. It's a new thing. <laughs> you know, if you're not a part of it, you're behind. You gotta get on the trend. <laughs> right. Oh God. I do like that I can raid the public domain for so much cool shit for the podcast. That's pretty dope. There's been a couple times I put on like the let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go Dude, to I the like lobby. That. Do you have a do you have like a an app or whatever that like tells you or like gives you a certain you know what I mean? Like it'll show you like this song that you could use that's not copyrighted or this video that you could use that's not copyrighted. No, I just go on um I just get royalty free stuff on like YouTube if I need to use like some random track. Like the first like three uh like, you know, kind of like songs for the podcast. If I'm not because like, you know, for the intro of this one, I'll use one of your songs. If I'm a musician, hey. like y'all do the intro. But um you normally I would have like this one kind of like this like punky tune like it's like like yeah so like I've had that one that one plays on the trailer that one's just like a royalty free like rock song I just found on YouTube yeah and I would just scroll through until I find something I feel like fits you should uh you should hit up somebody or uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I want to make my own too, but also yeah, okay, Bren Boy. Say, yeah, you should hit up somebody to make your own. Bren Boy is the his uh, "I'm from Oregon" is the official theme song of the podcast. That's a good though, one. like, and I got his permission to use it, and I was so fucking happy because we had an amazing podcast. We're gonna be doing it again soon. I gotta hit him up to schedule that because we've been in contacts about it. Bren yeah. Boy is the shit. You should get on Rip City Basement. Yeah, get on Rip City Basement, bro. Right, Bren man. Boy is the man. 
like is also he's the first person to ever play me on actual like public radio oh really because he loved our episode so much he played it on kboo nice dude nice. it That's was dope. such a great time like he even like would hit me up he's like bro i'm listening to it again i fucking love this shit and i'm <laughs> like dude thank you so much man yeah. and it meant a lot to me because we had a great conversation and i can't wait to have him back on the podcast but he made that song that's like i'm from oregon i'm from oregon i drink my I coffee smoke one. my reefer in the morning i, I roll like two j's up and then i don't dumb and when I'm done touring and performing, send me back to Oregon. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. And as soon as I heard it, I'm like, that's actually why I reached out to him to come on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Because he fucking like made that song. And it was like, I was like, this is perfect. Yeah. Drink my coffee, smoke my reefer in the morning. Once I tell people what a hippie speedball is, they're like, oh, dude, I have those every single day. And I'm like, exactly. Like, I do that shit all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, um, I don't know if you like... um heard this on the podcast or whatever i mean i've talked about it before but like i only started this shit just for fun yeah like it was just kind of like i just wanted to smoke weed and drink coffee with really dope people and it was also kind of like my like because i was off social media for a really long time and i've said this a million times i know people might be sick of hearing it but i was off social media for a really long time but this like i don't really talk about this not that much the podcast was kind of like my reintroduction into society because i've been a fucking gray man for a long time like years and years of nobody knowing who the fuck i was being completely in the shadows doing my own thing like i had no public face no nothing and so i doing the podcast was kind of like my own version of the of what people get from like posting on instagram posting on facebook i don't get that from that i get that from this okay being able to actually meet people and then, you know, and then next thing I know, people actually were fucking with the show. Like next, and I mean, it was, it's really you fans that really made me start taking it seriously because it was like, I just was doing it for fun. And then all of a sudden people were like, dude, I really dig your podcast. And I'm like, really? Why? And then I just had more people wanting to come on the show and then more artists wanting to come on the show. And then more people that I can like all the, the, the amazing people I've been able to meet yeah. doing the show. Like I've been to a fucking weed farm, did an episode there. I've, I fucking uh, did an episode I'm redoing, not redoing, but I'm doing another one with, with uh, Joe Pietri. They called him the King of Nepal. He was one of the number one hash smugglers back in the sixties and seventies. Like he, and I've said this story a few times on the podcast too, but he used to smuggle. I have a clip of it that you can uh, find on Instagram and he talks about it, but he had, uh, he fucking smuggled uh, dogs, but the crates that they were smuggled in were made out of solid hash. Because when you compress the hash, it looked like plywood, and they made these little fittings for it, and then they built crates out of it. So the whole crate was made out of hash, and they would ship around dogs, so that way if a police dog came, they would just be more interested in the dog than the crate itself. And then they would just pass, they would just bypass it. Damn. And it worked for a long time. He was smuggling hash all over the world. That's like fucking crazy. the US, India, Nepal, uh, fucking England. Like he was fucking dealing with like all sorts of different amazing people. Bro, he was he's got an amazing the Thailand too. Like That's pretty badass. Amazing story. It's like this is like a guy that needs to be like on Rogan. Yeah. Like he could have an amazing episode on there. And it's the least I've ever talked on a podcast. Because like he just went off on his story and I couldn't stop just listening to it. Like it was just so amazing. Yeah. The first pandas that ever came to the US were on his hash crates. That's wild. Isn't that crazy, bro? And then because uh, eventually he couldn't do the dogs anymore. So he started smuggling like exotic animals and he was getting like different animals from the circus and shit. And he got these chimpanzees that were addicted to cigarettes. And so I think they were chimps or like some some sort of monkey that was a chimps. They choose that shit. Like they like no, I don't think it was a chimp. It was some kind of monkey, but they were addicted to cigarettes. 
And so like they, when they landed, like when they were there, they came up to the people and like a lot, apparently a lot of people in this area was like, is that your leg? Yeah, that was my leg. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. I was about fucking ready to jump the fuck up. Who the hell came in the door? No shit. It's locked, but it's still like, what the fuck? But anyway, like, um, uh, he, um, w- these monkeys were like addicted to cigarettes and then they, uh, were in this one town. And these people like smoked a lot of cigarettes there. And one of the monkeys fucking like reached up and asked for one and they gave him one and it started lighting up and it was in the newspapers and shit like that. But those ones were on his hash crates too. That's wild. I know. Right. I might find a fucking article. Like if I, if I can find the article, like an original picture of it, I'm going to fucking put a, put a picture up. If I can't just enjoy whatever public domain movie is playing in the background. Yes, sir. I might switch it up, go to a few different ones. Also, I have like an entire, anti-weed propaganda film that's beautiful that's what i'll play over it there you go you should do that i'll play that one and it's all public domain yes i I, uh, have like a clip of it at the intro of the podcast yes i I recommend it because you hear like that like it sounds like a tv turns on in the intro it's like that and you hear like the the stronger the grass the greater the perception of um the greater the distortion of perception and judgment then you Oh my I'm from God. Oregon. I'm from Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> and it just clicks over to it. And then I used to have like a coffee pot pouring, but it sounded too much like someone taking a piss. So yeah. I changed that. And I was like, and it sucks because you can hear the coffee noises. Like you can hear like the, like the, like the, the paper cup hitting down and then it pours into the cup and it sounds like it's just in a paper cup, but it sounds a little too close to someone taking a piss. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, all right. So I changed that. And then I also used to have like the, just like a bong hit. I, it, the intro has changed so much over the years, That's two, good almost two years that it's around now. It's crazy to think it's been that long now. My original co-host, unfortunately passed away recently. Rest in peace, Trey. For those that are listening, I haven't actually shared anything about that. It's my first time talking about it on the air. Oh, yeah? I think so. Yeah. And yeah, because I don't think I... I might have talked about it with the one with Petey Boy, because I'm still editing that one, and I have I have to go back and listen to it again, because I have so much content, dude. Right. I, have, I actually have like a fucking... Um, this like drive that's almost a terabyte, and it's almost like entirely full of like all of like the masters nice. of the podcast. I have... All of the original episodes, all the original videos, tons. I do. I probably have 20 episodes I've never released. Damn. Yeah. Of ones that I've done with people that we just ended up redoing it and then we released that one. Mm-hmm. Or times wherever the audio fucking was shitty and I didn't want to release it. Or times where there was a fuck up or something like that. Dude, I have so much. So much. One of these days I'll release it all. It's good to have that content. Yeah. So once I actually get enough like name and variety and stuff like that. Like what I blooper reel. No, what I want to do is I want to actually go old school and put it on a CD and make it like a giant like collector's edition. That'd be dope. Of a shitload of unreleased podcast episodes all in CD format. That would be cool. That comes with a digital copy too. Yeah. It comes with a QR code with a free download to the entire discography of all the unreleased episodes. And keep in mind how many are going to be unreleased in between that point too. Yeah. Because I have some that I've done with people and I'm like, you know what? We could do better. Do you want to come back over or times wherever somebody else has done it too? That's how like, it is a lot. Bro. And honestly, like, and I don't really mind that either. A lot of people are like, dude, I'm so sorry, but is there any way we can redo that? I'm like, no problem, dude. Like, yeah. I just want both of us to be happy with whatever we provide, you know, yeah. unless like, it's like a big, big interview and something really, really crazy was revealed on my podcast. No, that bitch is coming out. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, unless it's something up. like that and it's, it's not like, for clicks. Man. It's if it's something I feel like people need to hear or know, you know, it's like, let's say there's like a kind of like a, a prominent figure that people look up to that kind of like low key expose themselves on how much of a fucking asshole they are. Like that shit's coming out. 
<laughs> like, yeah, you know, it's like, up. dude, you're betraying a lot of people. I'm not feeling this. Yeah. But I'm also the type of person like, you know, it's like if I have an issue with someone then I'll just confront them face to face about it, you know, like or or I'll just kind of look at it as like, you know what, like I would be mad at one point, And then the more I sat on it, I was like, it's just not worth my bandwidth anymore. You know what I mean? It's just not worth it. And so it's just like, it's honestly like there's some people that you try to put energy into and then they just don't want to put that back. And you're just like, all right, whatever, dude. It's like, I'm running on an empty cup here. So I'm just going to go fill my glass elsewhere. Yeah, You know, it's just like, I'm going to, I'm out, you know, but you know, it's like, you know, you can be friendly with people. We don't have to be friends with everybody. You should be friendly with everybody, not friends with everybody. Ooh, that needs to be on a t-shirt. Trademark Hippies People podcast. It, it's a uh, you know i'm learning that fucking thing right now i wanted to ask you man have you ever taken mushrooms yeah first time was kind of fun second time sucks i don't really fuck with the mushrooms like that oh really what happened buddy uh not a dude second time just wasn't you talk fun a little closer but oh yeah second time just wasn't that fun you can also pull this back if you need to but it just like uh you know i fucking no nah, i just, I you just had a bad trip yeah just a bad trip i mean that wasn't like the end of the world i didn't have like horror hallucinations or anything like well that. No, no, just, no 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 you probably didn't eat that much no it just it just wasn't like i was uncomfortable you know what i mean the whole time and and i, and I just like i immediately wanted to not be high anymore and mm. i'm like oh shit i got eight did you out. get like introspective at all or anything like that no like you know what i mean you and just didn't like the way it made you that's feel that's how i am with with uh with with you know like with other things but like uh it's like, bro, like, no, nah, it just wasn't, yeah, I didn't really like the way it made me feel. The first time I did it was the 4th of July, so that was fun, you know, nice. I, I, I had that's a good, a good time. That's a good, that's a good time to take mushrooms for the first time. Yeah, but the second time I didn't really do anything, and I think that was a big part of it, is I, w- I wasn't doing anything. Sounds but, like you just you were know. in the wrong environment, too. Yeah, in the wrong mindset. So exactly, like, you know, yeah, that's like, another thing that people have to be really cautious about when they try to take psilocybin, because it's so, it'll take you on a fucking ride. If you have a certain mindset, it's going to slaughter your ego. And it's going to yeah. let you know that you're not in control. These forces of nature that are way beyond your control. Yeah, that shit fucked me up. I was it's like, fucking legendary. Damn, I love mushrooms. I have microdose. I'm ready for another trip here soon. <laughs> because like I've been, um, and I'm get, uh, I made a video about this, but um, it's like, and I, uh, I've been taking just like a lot of time playing catch up. Like I was telling you before we were recording and shit like that. Yeah. that. I haven't been in the right mindset to take mushrooms, but now that things are slowly getting caught up and I'm getting caught up with the podcast and everything's like fucking rolling out nice and smoothly. I can feel the gears turning God in the universe are being very, very prosperous right now and taking care of us because I'm also busting my ass. I'm fucking off in the shadows just doing this. I have, I've been gone, but I haven't been, I haven't been slow. Like I haven't, like I've been busy as that's how fuck. It was, that's how it was for me when I was like, you know, when I was working on the EP, you know, it was, I just had to remind people with it. It was like, you know, it's like, I've been here the whole time. Just, 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 just give it a second. Because like, that's also like the way it was too, uh, <clears throat> the way it was too growing up. Cause like when I when I first started getting into the music shit, like it took me a while to really uh to really get to like a point where I was actually like recording. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause I started doing this shit when I was uh I don't know. I mean, I started really actually like writing and shit when I was probably like <clears throat> eleven or twelve, and then uh. By the time I was like thirteen or fourteen, I was doing uh, I was I was I was like making actual songs and shit, but they just weren't good. You know what I mean? Like they mm-hmm. were like uh, 
I had these ideas. And so for a long time, I had these ideas where I had like, I had like really broad ideas and shit. And I would always write shit out on paper. So I got a shoebox full of like songs nice. on paper. And like, uh, since I would always write it out on paper though, I didn't have. I was going to ask you if you write it on paper. That's dope, man. Not a yeah. lot of people do that anymore. Yeah. And then I, since I, since I did that, I didn't have really this, uh, I didn't have beats though. So since I didn't have a beat, I, uh, I also didn't really, uh, I never really bothered to develop a beat when making a song. You know what I mean? It that's was really cool, just though, because writing. you focus on lyrics first. Yeah, I did and that I, for years. Yeah, and that's honestly, I think, the best approach. Because, like, and don't get me wrong, I love when someone can just rap on the beat and everything like that. Like, that's really cool. But honestly, it's sitting down to write lyrics and shit. Like, that's like Tupac shit, you know? <laughs> it's like, that's, that, that, that's like stuff that, like, you know, all of the, the greats did. But, unless you're biggie because but he was a force of nature dude yeah exactly and like uh that i i totally agree though for, for me I, I i look back on it and uh that's what eminem did i'm happy with it that way because when i uh when i think about it it, it i think it would i think it was easier for me to to learn how to think yeah, learn man. learn how to be on beat and learn how to <coughs> how to take these lyrical ideas and put them into a flow than it would have been to have a flow and have my, you know, I got the yeah, style. And sure. then all of a sudden, okay, how do I write a, a cool bar with a punchline? Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes that can be fun, though, because it's almost like a puzzle. Because, like, if you have, like, a beat and a certain flow that you hear in your head, yep. like, you're just kind of like, na 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 That's the way I do it. And then you just kind of like, okay, what can I write that fits this flow that I'm hearing? That's the way I do it. That's a cool way to do it, With a lot of the shit. Yeah, you're a natural bass player, bro. You should really pick up the bass. That's totally something a bass player would do. Well, because for me, the way I'll go is I'll because hear it's a flowing beat. on a rhythm. Yeah, I'll hear a beat, and then like the beat will just be like bitch, like sure what it's that sure what a shit, right? And it's like okay, I'm not saying anything, but then I just got to figure out how to feel that exactly. And then and then that's the easy part, bro. Like that's the easy part. Is like well, not necessarily the easy part, but you know what I mean. Like for me, it's like that's the part that like I don't know. After a while, it got easier to do, you know, instead of uh, instead of just like. Well, you probably have like a giant like pool of lyrics. You could also try to pull from that too. You're like, do I have anything that fits this? I've thought about doing that. I really you gotta have. do that, man. Just go back in the old shit, and then you could be like, oh fuck, I forgot I wrote this. Yeah, I've thought about doing that because, dude, I had these like fucking crazy concepts. Like, I was doing like 18, 20 track albums, like you know, when I was like fourteen or fifteen, and they were like concept albums and shit. That's cool, man. But like, they you know, they obviously they weren't like the best songs, but like I gotta, bro, I gotta go. Yeah, that's a good idea. I, I still had a shoebox. I gotta go back and see some of the ideas. Do it, man. Go raid use. the old comp. Books. yeah that's actually good yeah that's a good idea and they were like i used to have this thing i, I don't know why i had this. and i think a hip-hop concept album would do really really well right now i've been there's trying not to, enough yeah there's not really any that are like really like in the true like true essence of what a concept album is where it's kind of like a giant story and each song is a chapter yeah and it's last... like specifically telling a story so you're making the song fit the best concept album in my opinion of all time is operation mind crime from Queensryche. you ever hear that album i have it it's fucking phenomenal and if somebody can capture that sort of element because it's about like this guy the, the the basic gist of the story is like a guy who's like a junkie but he he's also like a sleeper cell for like this like one like um dude who's kind of like starting like a revolution 
and he gets him to go like assassinate like world leaders and priests and all these different people and shit like that and he uses him as a sleeper cell and then he like falls in love with this girl who's like this ex-prostitute who became a nun and like that's a whole part of the story and shit it's a great fucking album and each song just adds it just adds a little piece to it and it's got like little sound effects and skits in between and shit like that like there's this one wherever you hear him like outside and you hear a car roll up and you hear the window go and you just hear him go kill her it's just like kill mary it's like she's a risk and get the priest as well and then that's how the song starts well yeah like when i was when i was i think 15 or 16 i came up with this like concept album called like the road and i was gonna do it where it was like uh you know you have a road basically and the it's just just the concept of just a road a road like what can happen on a road you know what i mean and so like i had a song like like one of those where it's like okay you're arguing with a girl or whatever in the car and shit like one of those types of like like toxic relationship type songs okay i got that type song down all right then i got one that's for the the banger type song that you can turn up to in the car okay i got that one down okay and then from there then it turns into like the story part of it okay where are you going with the road okay you're going to this spot or that part so then i had a few songs for that and then like by the Mm. end of it it was like i had a song it was like the top of the hill type shit and it was like it was like a man on the top of the hill that like you admire like you're you're out of the car now you know what i mean you reach this hill and shit at like the end of the album and then like there's like a man on the top of the hill and then like you're admiring the man on the top of the hill that's what you've been going to this whole time as you're kind of telling the story through the album you tell like you know you're going Mm -hmm. to this hill and shit but then you get there and then like you see the man on the top of the hill and you kind of like realize like it it could be you in the future you know what i mean if Mm -hmm. you just go down the road that you need to go down that's the whole point of the road it's like you know it's like some people you got to trust the process to a certain extent don't be lazy but at the same time don't lose faith because it didn't work the first time yeah most definitely you know yeah for sure and don't be afraid to keep whacking at it too like, you know, it's like, just like, like you said, trust the process. That's the best way you can possibly Dude, put it. Fuck it. Uh, I don't know if you want to hit that. It's just about dead. Oh, yeah. I but, uh, Momento, like that shit, uh, like if I did it, if I did it, reach out to Toxic and, and, and tell them, you know, hey, like, like, you know, cause I, cause. And who's Toxic? I heard you guys talking about it on Cross the Street. I'm not familiar uh, with who that is. They're a little. <clears throat> no they, disrespect they, to Toxic. I'm sorry. I'm still no, new to okay. this scene. They, I, I am too. Honestly, they make anime music videos and I don't even like anime. But uh, they make anime music videos, That's what they right? Were talking about hentai. Yeah, right. Dude, I don't know the difference, bro. Like, like people are commenting on it, saying it's hentai, but I don't see any titties, so I don't really, you know, uh, I just consider it anime. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it's because like the usage of like the uh, Hago face. Yeah, but they're they're called AMVs. They're not called HMVs. You know what I mean? That stands for mm-hmm. anime music video. I'm pretty sure, you know. Mm-hmm. And so. Uh, but uh Maybe that's like the tiptoed line or something yeah like that. right it's where they can get away with it that's the blurred line yeah they can still get ads on the video but uh that's why we're not showing us smoking <laughs> <laughs> uh, i can't monetize yet but it's coming soon my shorts are murdering right now i hit them up and i'm like yo you know and i hit them up for a different song i hit them up for fucking iben is what i hit them up for and so they post iben and then they uh and then they just fu- I, I think they just fucked with momentum because I didn't they just posted momentum. I didn't even bring up momentum to them. They just posted it. Mm. And then they posted it and I wake up and I'm like, bro, overnight that shit hit like 60, 70,000 and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what the f-? like holy shit. And you know, and I go and check that out and I'm like, holy goddamn because over it's been like 10 or 11 months and that shit's at like 1.2 million right now on YouTube on their video. And Send me the link. I'll put it in the description for yes, people. Sir. That's fucking sick, dude. And, and like, it's wild because 
you know what I mean? Like, it's not, you can't just like, because I think I emailed them before too. I emailed them before about like two other songs before that. And they, they are like, eh, yeah, not really, mm-hmm. bro. Like, there was a something about this one. We're good. And then, but yeah, but then I hit them up about, I, I didn't bring up Momentum. That's the thing. I hit them up about Iben and my other song. And, and I hit them up that's with that. That's really cool though. And, and yeah, I hit them up with that. And they're like, okay, cool. We'll post it. And they posted that. And then, uh, I didn't like hear nothing. They didn't, you know, then they just post momentum and I'm like, holy shit. What the fuck? I was That's like, fucking sick, bro. Yeah. That, so, like that sort of organic outreach that ended up happening. Dude, like, and it was the best thing for me because up until that point I was struggling to find my fan base. Right. And struggling to find people that I could, uh, you know, you know, cater to necessarily or mm-hmm. not cater to, but really project, you know, what was the response on the video? Uh, the response was really good, really good. Yeah. Like, like I, bro, I, I went because I'm, I'm really into this shit. Like I said, like I research everything like a fucking crazy person, and so I went on their, I went on their channel. Their channel has like something like two thousand videos, mm. and so I went and uh, my videos, as far as I know, I looked pretty recently. It's still number nineteen of all time on this and and they sick, take they bro. take famous people videos like 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 you know like famous artists and like like you know xxx songs and shit like bro like i'm only behind like if i really consider like like actual artists that aren't like you know already famous like little peep or xxx and shit like that that they mm-hmm. make anime music videos to and probably like maybe 10th or 11th or some shit that's crazy and like bro. it's it's wild i'm like holy shit so then that just kind of made me like it was the biggest spur of my career so far, you know, where it's mm-hmm. like, all right, get going with this shit. You Dude, know? that's fucking sick because like it, it, you know, exactly. It was like the, you know, the universe told you to keep going. Like you weren't expecting that. And Not that's like, that's the best way God in the universe like to speak because it's yeah, just like, dude. that's just the way it works. Like, you know, it's it like, crazy. it'll constantly guide you as long as you're willing to listen. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the fucking, the doors and the windows will be open. You just have to look for them. Yeah. And you just have to fucking, and then it, it'll just, it'll happen, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, that's so fucking cool, man. Congratulations. And- Thank That's you. Sick, I really appreciate bro. it. And like the thing about it too is like it was really crazy watching it do that because, like I said, I, I like they posted Iben and Iben did pretty good. Iben's at like sixty five thousand or something. You know, nothing too like a lot of their videos like they they get a good reception, but like to get a million on that shit is actually pretty like like I'm pretty you know happy about that. Oh, bro, and, for real. And so like um, that's a big achievement. As I'm watching it though, get up, like, bro. Once it crossed a hundred thousand, I'm like, oh shit, this might be doing something. And then once it crossed like a hundred and fifty thousand, I'm like, oh my god, it's still like it's like consistently going still. Yeah. And then like once I saw it just still consistently going past that, I'm like, okay, maybe this is actually like turning into something and shit. So it was pretty cool. That's really fucking dope, man. Yeah. And so and I'm trying to. And that's a cool thing to see when you just see the plays of a video just going up and 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 up. And I had a, I had a video I made years ago like it's actually a big reason why i have like almost a thousand subscribers at when yeah. i started the podcast and then now i'm just like i'm just under like 1100 right um and so like whenever i, I too, yeah. yeah thank you i had a video years ago thank you i appreciate that it was like fucking like 1200 at one point and then i lost a fuckload of subscribers because i wasn't uploading any content but the only reason Fuck i got these subscribers was because i posted a video fucking years and years and years ago that ended up kind of going viral oh yeah like was, and so it was, was like a it was a video i made from uh you know that song pumped up kicks yeah of course so i you ever watch american horror story I mean, I'm not a fan to be honest. Oh, but okay, yeah, okay. So I've seen a little bit. There's like, have you ever seen not the really first season? Thing. Yeah, that's the one I know the most. So maybe I will know. Okay, what you're talking okay. About. So, so yeah, like you know, like the uh, the guy that shoots up his school. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, I, so see, I remember I said, that one. So you remember that one? Yeah. Okay, so like it's fucking great episode. Scary as fuck. I remember that and scene so, the most, actually. Like, exactly. All the That's the one that stuck out mostly episodes. to everybody. So I took Pumped Up Kicks and I put it with like that scene and kind of made like a video with it. Okay. And it fucking, I just kind of like said it and forget it. The weird thing was is at first I got a fucking, um, I got hit up by Sony and Fox for the music and the video and they're like you can't have this up there and then i read about oh, putting a copyright di- yeah and i read that like at the time if you put a disclaimer youtube would put your shit back up and so like i was like oh okay cool i'll just put this disclaimer and i didn't realize it was up and then when i checked it it was at like forty thousand views and i was like whoa <laughs> nice and then all of a sudden it was at like fucking, that's on like your own 60, channel 000. right yeah that's different too that's on your own channel too mm-hmm. like that's really cool and so like and then i just used that channel and made it for the hippie speedball and I was like, cool, I already have all these fucking subscribers and shit. My fucking Genius. my uh my channel name at the time was uh Goodfella Joe. Goodfella <laughs> Joe. Bro, I swear I seen something that like I don't know if I I don't know if you put that in a description or in a post caption or some shit, but I swear I like I heard about that before or some shit. Maybe you came across the video at one I point. I probably have. Yeah, it is a you, good You point. very well could have because mm-hmm. like um I ended up taking it down. Uh, and like I should have left it up because I still would have all those views but yeah. since I took it down like I don't fucking have it unless it's in my analytics like I can actually show my analytics and show that it's, it got 1.8 million views that's crazy that's what it ended up stopping at but and it got like 20,000 likes and 1,000 dislikes and Damn, so that's a good ass ratio bro that's right a good ass especially ratio. for such like a set it and forget it thing yeah. and it was my very first video I ever made on Windows Movie Maker that's a really good ratio. It just man. shows what a little creativity and a little bit of heart can do. Yeah. And I actually like I combined it with scenes where he was like walking in the school because there's a, there's two scenes. There's one where he actually shoots up the school and they're in the library. And then there's one where he's walking around the school like with like the face paint on mm-hmm. and shit like that. Right. And so yeah. like I would like intercut that scene with the library. And so it kind of like transition like and shit. It was really fucking dope. That's one of my favorite. I still have the video do. on my laptop. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things to do is I got this little. Uh, it's just the basic little power director app on my phone, but I pay for the premium so I can take their logo off and shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's like one of my, I used to, at least I don't really do it as much anymore, but I kind of want to, but at the same time, you know, I want to make sure my shit's high quality. So, but I like to do it for my own little teasers and trailers and shit to things is yeah. like, I'll, uh, I'll go on there and I'll edit things together. And nice. so, you know, my favorite thing to do is I'll get, I buy the stems to my beats. And so when I buy the stems to the beats, I get all the little different elements of the beat. And so mm. I'll even get the little whoosh just nice. as, just by itself. You know what I mean? Nice. And so a lot of times when I make my trailers, like I made one, I made a couple for Pray For Me. And uh, <clears throat> I'll put I put at the end of it, like it'll just go like, you know, it'll na 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 you know, and that's like the end of it, you know, it cuts off and like an out now type shit. Nice. And like, you know, but you can like do little things like that. And like, you can go into one man. Yeah. One microphone. Dude, I could, I mean, I need to get a microphone like this. I could do little voiceovers like that. That's the only thing stopping me if from you need voiceovers. Any voiceover work, let me know, bro. I bro, can I do prob- a lot of different shit. Dude, yeah, I probably will actually because I can do dude, a dope actually, Russian yeah, accent. That's, that's I can a good do idea. a gangster accent. I can do like that movie voice. <laughs> I can man. do like a, yeah. Like, you ever listen to Pablo Francisco? possibly i'm not Dude, he's a i probably would comedian. know if i heard the he, voice more. he does like that like a uh, movie like trailer guy he like he knows like the guy's name or whatever and he has like a a joke about it and he was talking about how he can make anything sound crazy like and he was like um he has like this one whole trailer he does he's like, he's like in the city you must fight to survive he sold tortillas on the corner, but the mob wanted in. He's like, I don't know who this guy is, but I want him and his tortillas. Dad! <laughs> they didn't know who he was. <laughs> and he's like, and then at the end, it's all super action packed. It's like, ah! 
exactly. Little Tortilla Boy. <laughs> but it's, it's like fucking amazing. Yeah, and see, that's the thing though. But that's like that's that's one of my favorite parts about kind of being on the other side of the curtain with shit in terms of like music and things. Is I look at that way with like because I love writing. Like uh, I write stories too, and so like um, mm. I love. So you're just kind of naturally a writer anyway. Yeah, I, I guess. Thank you. Uh, I, I don't, you know, uh, I just. Were you writing stories before you wrote songs? It was kind of at the same time. So I, I would say uh, when, when I was doing songs, um, I started doing stories in high school. But, mm. but, but really, I was doing like a long story. Like I was doing like, I would like to write, I like to write shit like a TV show. But like, uh, so mm. I, I used to, I, like I used to. And so I would write like scripts and shit. And yeah, so I would dude. do like a That's script. That's a lot of fun. And it would be like season one, episode one. And then I would go all the way to episode 10 and I would start Did you season... use like script writing software and shit like that? Like actually no, like write I just it, like kinda, scripts? I just kind of, I just kind of, well, yeah, I would try to write it like a script, but I just did it in my notes on my phone. You know nice. what I mean? I just, it wasn't that special. It probably looked fucking retarded. Dude, but... you should try to get into it again, man, because there's yeah, free no, software I, you can get. I don't do scripts anymore, but I do it, now I do it in like a book format because, mm, you know, okay. I, I would like to do it in like a book, you know, that's that's more like, like i'd love to write a book one day that's kind of on my bucket list to write a whole book dude yeah and um and it's just like you know um with the whole being able to see things from the other side of the curtain thing what i mean by that is like i appreciate all the little shit that pete that that media things do so much more like when i mm. see when i see a when I watch UFC and they change their sports clock and it looks better, um, I appreciate that more than yeah. I think a regular person would. For because sure. you know what I mean? I'm like, I notice that shit like immediately. That's the first thing I see. I'm like, oh, you got a new clock. That's fucking cool. You know what I mean? Or like, oh, you got a new intro. That's fucking cool. I used to think that all the time about wrestling growing up. Also, I used to be a big wrestling fan when I was a kid. That was I used to watch wrestling more than I watched cartoons. Too, and more than I watched cartoons and shit. And so I grew up in the Attitude Era, so a little bit before you were born. Yeah, exactly. It was like fucking. Bro, it was good time. That's what I watched though is i would have like a i would have the fucking tapes and shit of the old ones and nice. I, I would watch that and i watched it when it was on spike and so since it was on spike i still it, it had like it was it was after the attitude era but prior to all the fucking yeah know, it was the ruthless aggression yeah era. The, all the you know, before all the new whack shit and shit we still had the undertaker when the undertaker was cool and shit <laughs> and you know well dude i remember when undertaker like before he was the american badass i remember when he debuted as the american badass when he was doing the biker thing like so like when he debuted doing that like that was such a crazy moment i was watching that shit live i got i still get goosebumps to this day <laughs> like i i was like a little kid and i fucking marked out hard yeah. i was fucking lost it as soon as he came fucking because they were hyping him up for like weeks and weeks and weeks they would yeah. just play this little clip and it would be like these like like these little girls like like fucking like jump roping <laughs> and it's all like scary and shit like that and you yeah. would, like you just kind of hear like you could slightly hear like a bell but you couldn't really tell it was like under undertaker you know it was just like this kind of like hyped up thing and then eventually it was during a match and it was between Shawn michaels and uh the i think it was Shawn michaels and triple h i think that was they were in an iron man match i think it was that or maybe it was the rock and triple h anyway but i remember the debut of the most because i was watching the match and all of a sudden that video just starts playing and then you just hear like these little girls like saying this creepy like nursery rhyme and then it ends with he's here then you just like the lights go down you just hear like fucking and then they start playing um american badass you just hear ah am american badass and he fucking just 
fucking rides down on his fucking Harley down there. And they're like, it's the Undertaker. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck happened? It, he, was, he had been gone for so long. I fucking dug it, though. Yeah, no, I remember there were so yeah. many people that were mad. And at first, I was like, I missed like the Phenom Undertaker. But then like the one I saw him just like running his shit and just kind of like, and, like became like the boss of the fucking WWF at, at, F at the time. I was like, I fuck with this hard. Yeah. I was like, I like this shit. And that fucking last ride powerbomb. The last ride is a shit. Yeah, dude, like, because that wasn't his move until he became the American badass. Yeah, and nobody does that shit. Dude, fucking lift him up. Yeah. Bam, dude. Undertaker is a savage, right? He's a seven footer, and that dude would fucking walk on the fucking Almost, top rope like that. Oh, for sure, bro. Oh, yeah, at least close. Yeah, he they they like might have exaggerated nine, a little 10. bit, but yeah. And, but he would fucking walk on the goddamn uh, the top rope when he yeah. did the old school shit. I don't know. And nobody else does that shit, even the you small know, And dudes. also, he was like the fucking, uh, he was like the king of the locker room. Yeah. So they used yeah. to have something called wrestler's court. Yeah, no, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah and he yeah. was the fucking, the judge. Yeah, dude, no, like, he owned that shit. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. It's like, of course, it's Undertaker, dude. Yeah. It's fucking beautiful. For real. I know one day I want to make like an offshoot podcast other than Hippie Speedball, yeah. and I want to try to get Undertaker on there at one point. <laughs> I like that idea. That's cool. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that, man. I want to have, um, the first person I want to have is him is Lilo Brancato. He was on that movie, A Bronx Tale. Heard it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He fucking went through a lot of shit and fucking completely changed his life around. I would love to interview him. He's actually uh he follows the podcast and he's actually like interacted with the content and shit oh, like hell that. Yeah. Dude, it was really crazy. That that I fucking nerded out on hard. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I was let's just go. I was so excited because it was also in a day where I was like, that was another time where like God in the universe like spoke to me and was like, No, 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 no. You're going the right direction, just keep going. Yeah. Like you're doing the right thing. Yeah. And so like I just kind of listened because like it was so random. I commented on one of his post on instagram and this was like when i first created the fucking instagram i commented on one of his posts and apparently what he what i said he found inspiring because he ended up messaging me he hell me yeah up and was like hey he's like what you said was really really inspiring i hope you and your family are doing well and he started following the show and he's been following it ever since him and his girlfriend follow the show hell yeah dude craziness man it was such a boost because i love his movies yeah and he was also he dude he got killed by tony soprano yeah, he was in The Sopranos. <laughs> he fucking, fucking crazy. Dude, I know, man. And he like and has such an amazing story. And I would love to interview him sometime. I don't know if I'd be able to get him on here, but I know when I make that other one, I could probably, I want to reach out to him to come on there because he has a perfect story for that. That's dope. Yeah, for real, man. We should be wrapping this up, man. This was a fucking really yeah, dope man. ass time, bro. Hell Can't yeah. wait to have you back on the show because you know the show will be fucking yeah, on. absolutely, man. Oh, there we go. Yeah, again, gotta get it down. Don't leave me hanging. There we go. And um, uh, yeah, whenever I keep evolving the show and develop the set, man, I'll have you back on and we'll fucking still kick it and we'll blaze up, yes, and, you know, shoot the shit and get people caught up in what you're doing and so so they can stay caught up. Let them know where they can follow you, man. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at FilthyAlexFG. You can hit me up on Facebook at AlexFG. <clears throat> if you look up AlexFG on Google, it'll tell you everything you need to know. Uh, my link tree is just link tree slash AlexFG. Everything is just AlexFG. I don't confuse you with it. It's simple. Yeah. Filthy Island. Go stream that shit. That's available everywhere. If you were going to stream it, Two places you can stream it at. The best two places. Spotify, that's for free. YouTube, that's for free. Stream it at those two places. Specifically my YouTube account, which is just AlexFG. While you're there, go subscribe for me. And while you're on YouTube, go subscribe to Hippies People. Let's go. That's right, man. And thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. And I'll have all those links in the description for people. And thank you, everybody, for tuning into the Hippies People podcast. It is yeah. Joe, your host with the most Joe. And I will see you guys next time. Peace. Filthy Alex.